and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, LJ Renee, how is it going? What's going on? Hey, it's going very well. How are you doing? I am blessed. What is going on with you? <laughs> well, you know, this, uh, just today, today, um, I heard some news because uh, I was thinking about even today something happened where uh, this man had pulled out in front of me, just pulled out and then slowed down. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, why in the world would you do that? But then I heard on the news how uh, this week, and it's only Tuesday, may have been part of last week too, that um, we've had three uh, road rage incidents. And they were saying that even nationwide, that every 17 hours, there is a road rage. And so that just makes you think about what's actually going on. You know, people getting upset, you know, what really is causing people to really go off like that. And so that I thought that was uh, not funny at all, but it was quite interesting. Well, it's sad. People are on edge and very, uh, just have a very thin uh, amount of patience and, and um yeah, I try to be careful. You know, I'm sure we've all had our our moments in the car. I try to be I try to be very careful not to mm-hmm. get so upset and outraged, even when they do jump in front of me and start going slow. It is frustrating. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, is is life is more precious than to be getting so upset over uh, somebody going slow or cutting you off. So. Yeah, and you know, with that, you know, even even when that happened to me today, I just just calmed down. I said, okay, you know, because what happens is the enemy get into it, and it takes you places you don't want to go. So you really got to take the reins every time, every time. Mm-hmm. And that anger, you know, yeah. is like a man that can't broken down walls. Man that can't control his anger, that's a bad thing. Yeah, the Bible says that man, he says anger is like a city or man with anger is like a city with broken down walls. So you know what that means. Because there's no control. There's no boundaries. And that's exactly what happens with that road rage is people cross boundaries that if they were thinking in their right mind, just just taking time to reconsider, they would not do the things they do under uh immediate impulse and impulsive reactions and so my prayer is always my prayer is always to stay even tempered and and under control i don't want my emotions to be controlling me no matter what they are absolutely so and and if you're struggling with that uh we do have an answer and a solution and his name is jesus amen amen and it gets us actually just a nice transition into 
uh, the couple verses that I want to read from John chapter four and get into what we want to talk about this evening. So John chapter four, the the full context of I'm not going to read the full the full context, but we'll, we'll talk about it. The full context is the woman uh, who came to the well to draw water uh, at the highest at the time when the sun was the highest. It was the time when everybody else had already, you know, I, I've been experiencing uh, what I can associate or, or liken to this because in Georgia, it is so hot in the summertime and mm. Florida was even worse, but it is so hot in the summertime that you come, you know, if you're going to do outdoor activities, you do them early in the morning, which I do. I go play pickleball early in the morning or I play late at night or else you need to be indoors because it is just too hot. And so the woman came to the well to draw water. She didn't come when everyone else came. They came, you know, like we do in Georgia when the sun is not at its highest point and it's so hot. They came early. And she, because she was ashamed of her of her uh, mm -hmm. lifestyle and what they would say about her and didn't want to be judged, she came at the time of the day that it was not the most opportune time. And she met Jesus at the well because he he had to pass through Samaria just to meet that woman. And we'll talk about all that happened, but down in verse 42, uh, 41 and verse 42, towards the end of that whole account, it says, and many more believed. She had invited the city out to see and hear Jesus. And they came and they heard him. And it says, and many more believed because of his own word and said unto the woman that had invited them, they said, we now believe not because of your saying, for we have heard him for ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, the savior of the world. And I just want to talk about for the next few minutes, Christ, the savior of the world. Amen. He is the savior, the solution to our dilemma, the answer to our questions, the remedy to our problems. He is Christ, the savior of the world. If you want to uh, lead us in prayer that uh, that we would give revelation and understanding uh, as God enlightens our heart to expound upon these scriptures more excellently. Amen. You just said the prayer. Amen. And I agree <laughs> with that. Lord, uh, we just thank you this day and we just honor you. We thank you for the opportunity to expound on your word, God. And and the, and the thing about it, that God, it's as we uh, give ourselves unto your word, that you would download unto us, dear Father, revelation, even as we're speaking. And even to those who are hearing the word, God, hearing this broadcast, that God, Lord, that you would speak specifically to them how this scripture relate to them and their situation uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that truly you are the savior of the world. You are the life giver. And we thank you, dear God, that all those who come to you, Father, they don't leave empty-handed, but that you, Father, give life and give life more abundantly. So we thank you for this message in the precious name of Jesus Christ. God, do it first in us and then to all those who are listening. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 And, and you know, this is, this is the crux of all that we believe in all that we you know we stand for as 
Christians and believers and people of faith that Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, the redeemer is the savior of the world. He Absolutely. came to seek and to save those who were lost. Right. And right. and that that's all of us until we accept him. And, and you he, know, and he is the only door, the only way, the only avenue to God is through Jesus Christ, the savior of the world. Amen. And you know, it's two things as I'm reading this and also the commentary on this, you know, the Samaritans were considered outcasts you know and so <laughs> same as such as we are so it just shows it doesn't matter with him uh who you are that he is the life giver he is the deliverer and that he comes to save and the second part of it is is that even with the breaking down of the um of the word savior uh it says life giver and i said that about three or four times because when i saw that i said that's absolutely true the savior is the life giver so it doesn't matter what you're going through, even when you were talking about uh, the Samaritan woman, the lady at the well, the woman at the well, you know, Jesus knew the time of day that she would come to that well. And he knew that she needed life because she he knew that she was embarrassed. She was living a lifestyle that was counterproductive to life. And he came there just for, for her to give her the life and give her life more abundantly. And so those are just the two things that I wanted to really just to point out that it doesn't matter who you are. Jesus is, is looking for you. He's draw, he's drawing you. It, it doesn't matter. And so that, I think that is the, the good thing to know that um, it doesn't matter to Jesus. All you, you of know, you, you know, in verse four of that same chapter, and this is what, this is the part I absolutely love that he left this in, uh, in, made sure this was included in the scripture because the bible says if everything that jesus did were recorded the earth couldn't contain the volume of books sure. so he 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 allowed the writers of scripture to write uh these 66 books and in that uh small amount of the recount of what he did do the acts of jesus he allowed this to be recorded and i am so grateful because in verse four Jesus said he must, he must mm -hmm. go through Samara, Samaria. And that is where he encountered the woman. And it's, and it's so interesting because, uh, because the disciples didn't really know why he needed to go through Samaria. They knew where they were trying to get to and where they were, and they didn't see why they needed to go through Samaria. And as you said, uh, the Samaritans were that race of people that were frowned upon by the Jews. So not only did they not need see a need to go through, they they always made a point to go around Samaria. Yeah. I mean, they didn't want to go. It's like that. That's what I love about Jesus. He'll go through that. He'll go to those places that we think are, uh, you know, degrading and below us, beneath yes. us. He'll go to the places that we think would contaminate us. And, you know, we think that if, if, you're, if your righteousness and your holiness is such that, you know, you walk this way or you walk down that street and, and you'll, you'll lose your salvation, you might want to recheck that because something's wrong. Yes. Um, Jesus, Jesus sat and ate with sinners and publicans and it didn't matter because 
He knew who he was. He is the Christ, the Savior. And, and that's it. He said the Christ, the Savior of the world. We'd like to make Jesus the Savior of the church. And we'd like to make Jesus the Savior of the good people. And Jesus the Savior of the clean people. And Jesus the Savior of the, you know, the upstanding people. But no, he's the Savior of the world. The dirty, the downtrodden, the outcast, the forgotten, the forsaken, the forbidden, the filthy. He is the safe and the good and the and the people who think they're good and the people who think they're clean. He's the savior and of the world. He is. And he world. had to go through Samaria because he had an appointment. She didn't know that she had an appointment. And that's what I love about him. You don't know what the day holds when you get up in the morning, but there are appoint divine appointments that Jesus has scheduled in our day when he meets us in the most unlikely places. And he speaks to our hearts in the most un unconditional of like the, the most unorthodox ways because he is the Christ, the savior of the world. He knows how to get your attention. That's when he says, my sheep hear my voice. Uh, he knows what you will hear. He sure knows does. what the sound is that you will hear when you're in your uh your, your unregenerated state. He knows what will get your attention and what you will hear. And he makes that, he comes to you in that way. Even, uh, even we as people of God, we need to be wise enough to become as uh, all that we might win some. That's what the apostle said. He said, I became as all that I might win some. And, and we need to learn that Jesus was, uh, Jesus, when he walked the earth was I mean, he was the embodiment of wisdom. So, so wise, of course, because he's the embodiment of wisdom and the embodiment of love and perfection. And he said, I've got to go through Samaria. There's a, he didn't explain it to them, but we can read it in the context of the verses. There's a woman I need to meet. She doesn't know it yet, but today salvation has come to her house. Oh my God, that's that's awesome. And you know what? It's something because the Savior, when I said this, this before, it says that, you know, he's the life giver, but then he offered her, you know, water. And mm. she's thinking it's the natural water, but he's talking about the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the water that 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 quench every thirst. The, and it says here, you know, nothing satisfied. Uh, it, we have the testimony that nothing satisfied me but you. And so, you know, with the, the paralleling that with water, you know, when we become thirsty, I mean, you, I think you said this once before, we can drink Kool-Aid, we can drink juice, we can drink milk, we can drink whatever, but nothing satisfies a thirst like water. Nothing. Nothing. And, you know, today I had an appointment. I had this class, you know, um, talking about your health. And it was given an, an example of how water um, infiltrates the cells or how water it flushes, you know, the sugar from your body. And that's the reason why it's good to always to drink a lot of water. And, you know, in that revelation, I'm sitting there listening to her speak and it's like, you know, I did not know really the, 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 the essence or the, it's just another part of the benefit of water. And so we equate that with Jesus. He is the life giver. The Holy spirit is, is equated with water. And that when we drink from that well, 
that he quenches every thirst. Whatever the need is, he quenched that thirst. He is, yes, he does. He is everything that you have need of. Everything, everything you have need of. And you know, I was even, I don't know if you've seen Chosen. Um, I think it's in the third season. I'm but, on the second season right now. Oh my God. When you see that, was it wasn't the second season? I don't know. But, you know, of course, Matthew, he was, he was, he, I think Matthew was, was my favorite, favorite person in that uh, Chosen. Well, yeah. I'm intrigued at how did they know to make him as and, a You know, person. they talked about that too, the reason why they knew that too. And I really can't remember, but it, you know, we can understand, you know, they took creative liberty like any other show would. Um, but but the thing about it is they were, like you said, and like the scripture says, that they weren't really, he 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 knew where he was going, but the, the uh, uh, disciples was trying to divert him, you know, from going to that city. And he told them to go, and I think he probably told them to go get something to eat just to get them out the way. But he came there, and he was there before he met, before the woman even came to the well. And he began to talk to her. And the exchange was powerful that when it was all over, that woman knew she met Jesus. And the way they portrayed it, it was just, it was so powerful. I remember just throwing up my hands. It just, it gave you revelation as to the power of, 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 of God and how he loves and how he wants to meet you at the place where you are. You know, we, we won't a lot of times meet people where they are. Oh no. Mm. He you meets know? you where you, and, and you know, you mentioned something though. He, he was there first. He, he was there first. He told the disciples he had, he must go through Samaria and he got there before she got there. Listen, when we have need this is this is so true for and I, I I mean I'm speaking this in my own spirit but when we have a need from God he has provided the need before you even know you have a need listen uh, that's why he says every morning new mercies I see long before uh, long before you have a need for the mercy of God he has provided the has mercy provided. of God the, the songwriter said, all I have needed, your hand and has provided. Great is, Great is your faithfulness. Yes. He showed up at the well before the woman got there so that he could provide to the woman what she needed, even though she didn't even know that she had the need. He is the answer to every question, the solution to every problem, the remedy to every illness. He is the savior the Christ, the savior of the world. And you say, what is he saving me from? He's saving you from mm -hmm. sin. He's saving you from the eternal hell. Yes, He's yes. saving you from eternal damnation. He's saving you from all uh, that the world would pile upon you. Uh, he took, he, he bore your, uh, he took your place on the cross. He bore the penalty and suffering of your sin, the consequences of your sin. He saved you from all of it. He paid a debt he did not owe. Mm. I owed a debt I could, could not pay. Not, could Christ not. Jesus has washed away my sins and he gives me the ability to sing a brand new song and it's called Amazing Grace. Amen. Amen. You know, the other, um, one Sunday just recently, um, the young lady came, I was ministering and the young lady came up for prayer and, you know, I do know her, 
don't necessarily know all the things she's going through, but I do know she's going through some things. And as I'm ministering to her, the Lord just, it just came out of my mouth. And I told her, I said, you know, you have an appointed time. Your breakthrough has already, you know, it's already designated. It is already done. It's already done. God has that appointed time for you. Just to encourage her and let her know that she, you know, because I know she's she's troubled, but God is really walking her through this journey. God is walking her because he knows exactly what she needs. And he knows, because sometimes I think people think that they'll never get through it. They'll never get through it. They'll never change that the test or the journey is too hard and they keep going around. And, and sometimes I believe that people believe that, but yet there's an appointed time. God knows where you are and he leads you. He leads you through that journey. He says that, and if I get it wrong, please forgive me, but he says he's a, he's a light unto our, our path. How does that go? No, he's a lamp unto our feet. He's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Absolutely. We got and, and the and the intent is that he he light he shows us the way. That's the intent. Shows, of the scripture. He, shows he will show us. you the way when you don't know the way to go. He will show you the way to go. And he knows what you need. He knows it. And I even told even another girl. You know, like sometimes people think that their troubles or their situation has to be done. It's like with, it, they look at it as magic. You know, I'm delivered and that's it. But I told another girl, girl, I said, I know with me, there are things that God has definitely taken care of immediately. I said, particularly when I dedicated my life unto the Lord, I said, but there's other times, most times I have to walk through this thing. And I said, and I know what happens is that I come out for the better, just as Job said, I'll come out like pre or gold. But you come out for the better. You don't go through these things and don't come out the better for them. Absolutely. I mean, Christ, the savior of the world, he came to seek and to save those who are lost. Yes, he came is. to pull you up out of that horrible pit. He came to love the unlovable. He came to heal those who were sick. He came with your miracle uh, with your name on your miracle, he came just for you. He, he'll meet you where no one else is willing to go. He'll do for you what no other power on earth can do. I am so grateful that I know him as savior. I know him as redeemer and I know him as Lord. He is my savior and my redeemer and my Lord. And I call him the, and that's what the, that's what the men said. You know, the lady he, he met the woman at the well. He told her everything about her life. He told her he was the Christ and she believed on him. She ran and told everybody she could find in the city to come see a man. They came, they followed her and they heard him. And that's where we get to the verses that I read. Uh, they, they heard him expound upon the word. He just sit there and waited and she brought him a church service. Sure she brought all the people. <laughs> She was, he, he, look, she just got saved herself and he already anointed her to go preach the gospel. She went telling everybody, come see a man. And they ran to see uh, who is this at this well. And when, when they got there, 
he was still there and he expounded unto them the word. And the Bible says, the two verses we read in verse 41, it says, and many more believed because of his own word. They believe, many of them believed because of what she testified and they ran to see him and he preached to them and many more believed because of his word. And they said unto the woman, we now believe not because of what you told us. We did believe on what you said, but now we believe because we have heard him for ourselves. Yes. And we know, we know, just like she left knowing, she was like, this, this, this right here, this is the, he would never have known what he's told me, except he'd be the Christ. Right. And they said, we know that this is indeed the Christ, and, the and savior it, of the world. Yes, they heard. Hallelujah. Yes, they heard the word and they believed, but they also knew who she was. They knew what, what she was. <laughs> and but, that, but that didn't even matter when you meet that, Jesus. That doesn't even no, matter. No, I'm talking about them, the people that she witnessed to. They knew something had to be different. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, even as you were talking, I was, I was it came to me was a verse that David said. And, uh, he, 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 and I'll read it from the Passion Version. It says, which which chapter? Which what are you? Uh, one thirty nine in, in in Psalms one thirty nine at the seventh verse. It says, "Where could I go from your spirit? Where could I run and hide from your face?" This is David speaking, and I was thinking about that as we talk about you know, there's no place that you can go that he he ain't there, and there's nothing you can do that ain't he doesn't you, see. And it says this: it says, "If you go to heaven, you're there." I say, if I go to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the realm of the dead, you're there too. If I fly with wings into the shining dawn, you're there. If I fly into the radiant sunset, you're there waiting. <laughs> Wherever I go, your hand will guide me. Your strength will empower me. It's impossible to disappear from you or to oh, ask the darkness to hide me. For your presence is everywhere, bringing light into my night. There is no darkness with God. He is the light of the world. So yes, he wherever is. he is, darkness has fled and the light has come. So you can't, you can't hide. There is no hiding, no from, hiding him. from him. But you know the good news, LJ Renee, you don't have to hide from him. He knows all about your sin. He knows all about your shortcoming. He knows all about you, what you did, what you thought, what you said, and he loves you anyway. He is still come to be your savior. He still wants to be your Lord. He still wants to be your redeemer. That's the, that's the Christ, the savior of the world. That's right. And you know what? You can, you know, you you can try to make an excuse if you want to, uh, but he he's remove all the excuses. There is no excuse. Except because I, I, his, his love, you know, the Bible says the goodness of God leads men to repentance, and and that's what it is about him. When you when you are steeped in sin, when you know the mess that you have done, when you know the filth that surrounds your life, the thoughts you have thought. When you know, when you know, no one else has to know, but you know all of that. And he still says, uh, I bid you come. He still welcomes you. I, I was thinking you and I were chatting earlier about the, the thief on the cross, uh, you know, that was crucified with, when Jesus was crucified, there was a thief on either side of him. That thief that believed on him, you know, he, he believed on him. He said, listen, 
you you might be Christ. You might be the you might be the one. And and you know, remember me when you come into your kingdom, just in case you are that one. Remember, he said, Today you'll be with me. That yes. thief did not get baptized. That thief didn't go to new converts class. That thief, he didn't, he didn't go through our 12-step program. He couldn't quote the scriptures. I, the last thing he had done was broken the laws of the land, but he hang on a cross on the side uh, and in the in beside him was Christ the savior of the world and he was able to redeem that thief as he hang on the cross that is the love of god he will find you where you are he will do for you what you need him to do and be for you what you need him to be all he needs is you to surrender your life and to welcome him in and to say I be just believe on him. The Bible says, believe on him, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Christ is the Lord, the savior of the world. And, and he'll be your savior. He'll be your Lord. He'll be your God, your redeemer. And you'll have the testimony of the woman at the well. You'll have the testimony of every born again believer. You say, but but I'm not, you, the, the number one thing people used to always say, I'll come to church when I get, when I get mm -hmm. right. You mm -hmm. can't get right. You can't be right. You need, he, there is no righteousness outside of God. You need him to be right. You need him to get right. All you have to do is just come as you are. That's all he bids you come, come as you are and he'll do the rest. Just bring your brokenness, your tiredness, your, your, whatever it is, your weariness, bring it to him. He can handle all of it. And he, he wants to be your all. savior. Yes, he does. He wants to be your savior, your life giver. He wants to be it all. You know, I was even thinking, even as you were speaking, you know, that, uh, in one of the Psalms, he says, save me, O Lord, or come rescue me, O Lord. And uh, you are my hiding place. It's like, you know, uh, the children of Israel, when they went off the path, when they were serving other gods, he let them, he, he left, it was like he lifted his hand off of them so that they would cry out to him. And every time that they cried out to him, it said that he waited, but he came. He came and rescued. And that's just the way that he is. He'll come and rescue you out of this situation. And, and, that's, and, that's, and that's just his love. You know, we would, you know, sit and judge and say, well, maybe you need to sit there. or Maybe, you know, this, that, and the other. But he's, the Bible says that, you know, in so many words, he's not like man. He's, he's not like man. And thank God he, <laughs> he isn't. He isn't like man. But he's, Hallelujah. He's, and I, I pray, mean, our prayer today is that if you have not received him and met him as Lord and Savior of your life, our prayer today is that you do invite him in and receive this great Christ, the Savior of the world. Dear God, we thank you 
for being our Savior and our Lord. We thank you for being our God, our Redeemer. We thank you for being the hope of our salvation. And this evening, we pray over every person listening to this uh, broadcast. I pray, Father, for their salvation, for their eternal salvation, God, that they would give their life to you, that if they're seeking, that they would come to know that you are the one they are seeking. If they're thirsty, that you are the only one that can quench their thirst. If they're hungry, that you are the living bread. I pray, Father, that you remove the blinders from their eyes, that they too might uh, might be able to, to know for themselves that you are the Christ, the Savior of the world, and that they uh, give their life to you, Father, and become part of those who are uh, have an inheritance in the kingdom of God. We love you this evening. We thank you, Father, for being our God, our Lord, our Savior, our King. Thank you, Father, that you don't make this hard for us. You made this easy, and you made it free, and you did it perfectly. And so we thank you today. And we, Father, speak over all those listening that they will know you as Lord and Savior. If they have fallen away, that they will recommit their lives to you, Father, so that we, oh God, we all can enjoy you eternally. You said hell was not created for us, but it has enlarged itself because there are some who refuse to believe. I pray God now that it not be not one person listening to this broadcast, but every single one make their calling and election sure. We thank you now and we bless your name. You are the Christ, the Savior of the world. Every time confess he is love. for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. <laughs>